Hi, welcome back to this channel. My name is Susan Silantoy. And as you know, the aim of this channel is to offer information about how government works and why systems are set up the way they are. This is with the intention for us to understand our role in the governance of this country. And through this, we can raise a politically empowered generation. All right, so thank you for tuning into the BBI series. This is the final episode of the BBI series. And in this episode, we're gonna cover the pros and the cons. Now we're gonna do pros in relation to the pro BBI team. What are the reasons they give for supporting the BBI? And we're gonna do cons uh, in relation to the anti BBI team and why they're not supporting the BBI. Um, yeah, so hopefully through this, we can answer some questions that I didn't raise in the other videos. Um, but as always, if you feel that there's something we've not answered, please comment on the dis comment on the comments <laughs> and we'll see how, how to answer these questions. We can do a, an additional video if necessary. Let me know. All right, so let's start with the pros. Now, <laughs> what are some of the uh, benefits that is said we will have according to the BBI? What are these issues that people keep saying they support? So number one, um, the main thing that we have kept being told that the BBI is here to, to deal with is divisive elections, you know, elections that tend to be violent. That's what they're talking about. So they're saying that the BBI is here to deal with divisive elections. In fact, um, we in the first video that we did, we talked about uh, this process coming up as a result of the prolonged electioneering period in, the tw in 2017. Um, and so they were trying to deal with that. And some of the main ways that they try to deal with this is a bunch of ways. They talk about values uh, of being Kenyan, of inclusivity. Um, they also talk about additional seats in terms of reintroducing the leader of opposition role. They talk about the prime minister's role, the deputy prime minister. And we did that. We covered that in the first, uh, in the second episode of the BBI series, which I will link in the description box if you want to go ahead and look at that. So yeah, so that's the first one. They say that having the BBI will help us deal with divisive elections. Um, do you think that is the case? If you support this, please let me know why you think this is um, something that will come about if the BBI goes through. All right, secondly, uh, the BBI has been fronted as something that is for the youth uh, in terms of they say that there's good stuff for the youth in there. <laughs> Um, and there are three main uh, proposals that are targeted towards the, the youth. Uh, the first one is a seven-year tax break um, for micro, uh, for, for small enterprises, for youth businesses. The second one is a four-year grace period for repaying HELB loans. Um, HELB is the Higher Education Loans Board. And the third one is the formation of a youth commission. Um, okay, so for the tax break, I think that's straightforward. It just means that if it's a small business, if it's a youth business, you have seven years a tax break where you don't have to pay taxes from the business. Um, for the four-year grace period, it just means when you finish uni, you're given four years to get a job to find yourself and then you can start paying the loan. <laughs> and then thirdly, we have the creation of a youth commission. Now, uh, out of these three proposals, the seven-year tax break and the help 
uh, grace period is actually not in the constitutional amendment bill so that means i don't know if you it'll come later or not but it's not in the the document that is being taken around for signatures um the formation of a youth commission uh sounds great i think however there's not much difference between the formation of a, the youth commission and what we currently have which is the national youth council all right so that's two points second the third point is the formation of a health service commission so as you know when devolution happened healthcare was devolved meaning that the health workers were employees of the counties but the bbi is proposing to have a health service commission so that all health workers are employees of the national government so they are employed and managed by the national government through the ministry of health instead of with the counties now this can be a good thing uh, because um it can standardize all the conditions of health, all the needs of health workers um there there were also complaints that when devolution was happening in the healthcare um sector it led to a lot of politicization of the sector and therefore it made uh, service delivery in some areas a little bit difficult um so yeah uh, that that is something that is being proposed however this is actually not in the in the constitutional amendment bill so i don't know if that will come later or before um so yeah so that's the other thing that is not in the constitutional amendment bill okay so the other one is the county ward development fund that people keep saying is a good thing uh, i in the last episode we actually covered this and talked about the advantages and disadvantages of having this fund um and yeah that that that's also another thing that has been a major talking point that that is a good thing coming through the bbi um this also does not need a constitutional amendment but it is within the constitutional amendment bill 2020 which is every time i talk about the constitutional amendment bill it's that thing that people have been signing yes okay and then the last issue is that the bbi is trying to address some loopholes that were in the constitution uh loopholes such as the gender issue in parliament the two-thirds uh, gender rule that was in parliament so th- that's one of the things that the bbi is trying to address how can this be implemented in a better way and how can it be achieved um i think sorting out sorting out loopholes is a good thing i guess <laughs> um all right so i've picked out like five main pros um if if there are other pros that i've missed out please comment down on the description box below tell me what what other pros have you seen that the bbi is bringing give me reasons for it if you think you know for for anyone else to understand um and if you if we'd like we can do more uh, one more video about this so yeah let me know uh so those are the pros now let's get into the cons i know this is what you're waiting for right <laughs> okay so the anti-bbi team uh, has raised a couple of issues um actually i should probably cl- clarify that if you're against the bbi it doesn't mean you're supporting any particular politician if you're also pro the bbi it doesn't also mean that you're supporting any particular pol- politician it's fine to just have your own opinion okay so so guys who have spoken out about the the bbi have talked about several things and i will mention one two three four. i'll mention a couple of them about five of them okay so the guys who've talked about uh reasons why they're not supporting the bbi 
um, have mentioned a, a number of reasons. So I'll point out like just about five. Um, the first one is the, the BBI is proposing to amend 14 of the 18 chapters of the constitution. 14 of the 18 chapters of the constitution. That's a lot. Um, and what they're, they're talking about is it could be confusing for voters. Um, it seems like a whole new constitution. <laughs> um, so that's one issue that has been raised. The amendments are very many and it can be confusing. Another issue that they've raised is that even before we amend the constitution, the 2010 constitution has not been fully implemented. Um, we've seen, um, even when you're talking about the, the gender, the two-thirds gender rule, it doesn't only apply to parliament, it applies to public institutions. Um, and even through appointments, we've seen this not being done. For example, when the president appoints the cabinet, he's supposed to have a cabinet that has a two-thirds gender rule that applies. And as, as we speak, the cabinet does not meet this threshold. So already, um, the people who are raising an issue against the BBI are saying, if this is not being implemented currently, what makes us think that if we have a new, if we have any amendments, it will be implemented. That's an issue that has been raised. Uh, the other thing is we've seen court orders being ignored and we've seen, you know, even advice from the Chief Justice also being ignored about Parliament and how Parliament is unconstitutional and therefore cannot be functioning. So Parliament is kind of illegal right now. <laughs> Um, so yes, so that's the second issue, that the 2010 constitution has not been fully implemented. What makes us think this other thing will be implemented? Alright, the third one. Some people have raised uh, an issue with how much power the BBI gives the presidency in terms of just the manner of appointment of key uh, figures yeah, so it's through the manner of appointment, basically. And there is an issue with how, you know, the appointment of the judicial ombudsman, who we've talked about in a previous video, which I will link down below, um, and that having an issue with the, the independence of the judiciary. They've also talked about the police service commission and how the, the head of this commission is going to be appointed by the president and how that could also pose a little bit of a threat. Um, we've also talked about the appointment of prime ministers and deputy prime ministers and their dismissal as well um, is done solely by the president and can be done at the president's will. So that also poses a little bit of a threat in that direction and that's, that's one of the reasons why some people are not supporting the BBI. Alright, now let's go to the next point. The fourth one, uh, the number of legislators number of MPs and senators, uh, according to the BBI, will go up. Already we have about 300, we have about uh, 290 constituencies. The BBI is proposing to have 360. Um, the women rep seat was not scrapped, so we'll have another 47 uh, women representatives. Then we will have 94 senators instead of 47, meaning there will be two senators per county. Um, that again is also uh, another issue that has been raised. So the people who are opposing it are saying that already the the wage bill, like ile pesa tunalipawa tu, ni nyingi sana. So even continuing to add more, 
um, may not be necessarily useful and and yeah that's one of the reasons they're opposing it um and lastly the, the the other reason that some of the people are not supporting the bbi is um it's been raised that you know was this process constitutional uh, in terms of how it was organized from the beginning until what we have now that people are signing all the way up to the referendum has this process been constitutional has it been is it a valid process uh, and some of the things one of the th main things that has been raised about it is up to date we still don't have any official documentation about how much was spent on this entire process uh, how much was paid to the to the uh, task force that was leading this process um, how much was used to facilitate uh, all the meetings that they had in all the 47 counties uh, with all the people that they met we, we don't know how much that cost uh, we still don't know how much it will cost up to now uh, we know that the IABC has raised that we'll spend about 14 billion on a referendum that's that's probably the only official figure that has been put out um, and yeah so so this people are saying that that the people who are anti-bbi are saying that this process might not actually be constitutional um yeah so those are the i think the main issues of contention um if you also don't support the bbi let me know why you don't support it um if it's if it's the process if it's a specific uh, suggestion i'd love to hear uh, what why you're not supporting it um again even if you're supporting it let me also know um and then we can have a discussion in the comments in the comment section below so i just want to clarify that this is uh, i think it's important for us to pay attention to this our constitutional our, our constitution is being changed so imagine we need to pay attention and <laughs> um, um, i don't think this is a time to ignore this uh, so it would be nice let's engage um if you need more information please comment down below and let me know if you want us to, not, to do another video uh, please also let me know and uh, if you have a specific question about something to do with the bbi let me know in the comments below um so yeah uh, this has been the bbi series I hope you enjoyed it. Please give me feedback about what you thought. Um, and yeah, until next time. Uh, I don't know when you'll be watching this. So if you watch it before Christmas, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Uh, let's hope 2021 will definitely be better. Um, yeah, so see you next time, guys. Bye.